Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. What's up? Let's get into this word. Anybody else excited about the word beside me? Come on, let's make our confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you we are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. Oh God, I need faith in this building. Come on, say, speak, Lord. We are open and we are ready. Thank you, Lord, for getting me through the last 12 months of a spiritual year, but the old is about to pass away. Bye-bye and hello to my year of jubilee. In Jesus' name, in this building and line, take 10 seconds and worship the God of your new year. 10, nine, come on 915, in this building and online, eight, seven, six, Five, four, three, two, fist bump somebody close to you and say, welcome to Jubilee. You can be seated. So this series we've been in this month, church, is called How to Win No Matter What You're In. I teach in series at Harvest because... I want you to get results. If you grew up in church, you maybe heard a message one week about this, a message next week about something else, a message next week about something else. The problem um, with that is that it doesn't allow you to focus in on one specific subject so you can get results. And hear me, the gospel means good news, and the good news means I have results to show. This entire month we have dedicated to showing you that there are only two options for you, win or win, no matter what you find yourself in. And I've said this to you, and God says this to you, it's your winning season. Come on, I need you to open up your mouth. Say, it's my winning season. I need you to say that with authority. Say, it's my winning season. Can you say that with a little bit more power? Say, it's my winning season. 
Number one, here's why. It's your winning season because you decide. Job 22 and 28 says you will decide on a matter and it will be established for you and light will shine on your ways. There are certain things, watch me, where you can't figure it out because you haven't decided you're going to get it done. Faith is not knowing how. Faith is deciding the what and letting God decide the how. And I need some of you to make this decision in your life. I choose to win no matter what I'm in. I choose to win no matter what I'm facing. Even if it looks like loss, my decision is that there's going to be a win out of this. I didn't lose a friend. I found an enemy. That's a win. I didn't lose a business. I found out that there was a better way to do business. That's a win. I didn't lose. You didn't lose a home or an automobile. God just cleared the way so you can upgrade to something better. That's a win. I need you to make this confession. Say, I decide to win. Number two, you declared that you win. In Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus says this, whoever says to this mountain, whoever means this is not limited just to a specific group of people. This is anybody. Say, I am an whoever. Whoever says to this mountain, what's a mountain? It's a metaphor for a difficult problem or difficult challenge. He said, speak to the mountain. Watch me. Don't stay up all night trying to figure it out. He said, don't be stressed out about it. Don't be worried about it. I need you to open your mouth and speak. Hear me, 915. This is the reason why I have you say so much in church, because faith is voice activated. It's like Alexa. You can tap it all day. It's not going to do nothing. You can hit it all day. It's not going to do nothing. But when you open up your mouth, it will respond to you. And for some of you watch me the enemy's been trying to shut your mouth down so that you don't see any movement in your life but I just need to make sure I got some faith people in this building that can say the devil is alive come on open up your mouth say I'll speak I'll speak whoever says to this mountain be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart what does the bible say and believes those things he says will be done there's the line right there believes the things he says will be done this is why you can't be a liar because you won't even take your own word for sure this is why you can't be dishonest. Why? Because you won't even believe what you say. You got to be able to say it and see that thing through. And I pray for everybody today at this 915 that your word is so strong that if you say it, it's as good as done. If you say you're going to make it happen, it's as good as done. If you say you're going to get it done, it's as good as done. But believes those things which he says will be done. Come on, 915, say it will be done. Just as I say. Come on, so what are you going to say? Say, and I owe no man anything. Come on, say, I'm about to enter the best year of my life ever. I wish I had some people that would speak in here. Tell them, say, God's going to make every enemy wish they weren't. Open your mouth, please. Say, I'm 100% healthy and 100% healed. Say, I'll speak it and I'll see it. I'll speak it and I'll see it. I'll speak it. And I'll see it. Look at what the Bible says. And does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says will be done. He will have, read the last part with me, whatever he says. Pay attention. It didn't say whatever he made happen. It didn't say whatever he figured out. He says he's going to have whatever he says. So speak this over your life. It's my winning season. Because I said so. Somebody say, it don't look like this is going to work for you. Maybe it don't look like it's going to work for you, but it's going to work for me. Why? Because I said so. I wish I had some thugs in the spirit this morning that would take a I said so attitude. Can you just fist bump somebody and say, because I said so. Say, my whole family's going to be saved. 
Because I said so. Number three, number three, number three. The word declares that it's your winning season. Second Corinthians 2.14. Now, thanks be to God who always, always is a money-back guarantee. Whenever you want to sell something to somebody and they may be skeptical of it, what you have to do is remove the risk. Pay attention. When you remove the risk, it makes it easy for a person to agree to a sale. See, if, you, if I buy something and I'm not sure if I like it, but you tell me I can bring it back within the next 30 days, you've just removed the risk. What does the Bible say? Now, thanks be to God who always, what does this mean? God says you won't find out that there's not a time you don't win. God says this is a guarantee for you. And for some of y'all, you looking back over your life, but Bishop, I lost that, I lost that, I lost that. You better go check the paperwork because the guarantee says that he always leads you in the triumph. You didn't lose anything. You won something. Come on, say, I always win no matter what. He says he leads us in triumph. Triumph does not mean there's not going to be a challenge. It doesn't, not, it doesn't mean there's not going to be trauma. It doesn't mean there's not going to be a battle. It doesn't mean there's not going to be an issue. It just means at the end of this, I will come out victorious. It may even look like during some of the rounds that I am failing. It may even look like during some of the rounds that I'm giving up. There may even be some times like a boxer, I'm laying against the rope and the enemy is just letting me have it. But what he does not know is the bell's about to ring. Whoop. What he does not know is the shofar is about to blow. And it's about to announce a new. I dare you to open your mouth and release a shout of victory right there. Whoop. Whenever you feel cornered, I just need you to open your mouth and shout. Because I'm about to announce it's about to be a new round. He always leads us. He always leads us. He always leads us. He always leads us. Now, pay attention. You might decide to go off. Now, come over here. Now, you may start to do your own thing. You may decide to do your own thing, but see, I didn't say go that way. See, here's some of y'all's problem is you think you know something. You think you got inside information. And God says, you don't know nothing. Let me lead you into triumph. Because while you're sitting over here stressed, I'm about to go make the person that controls the paperwork quit. I'm about to put a new person to do the paperwork for you. Which means, watch me, you're going to get favor because the new person won't have no problem with you. The new person won't have an attitude with you. Then I wish you look at somebody next to you and say, you got to submit, you got to submit, you got... Which means even if I don't understand it, get over here. Even if it doesn't make sense to me, get over here. Even if I don't understand that I have to follow so I can see victory. He leads us into triumph, 915. He doesn't force us into triumph. Some of y'all, you grew up in old school church where they told you, if it's the Lord's will, it's going to happen. That is not true. Bishop, how do you know that? Jesus said, pray this. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Why do I have to pray it if it's automatic? And for some of y'all, yesterday was your last day. Watch me. Not being led into triumph. Because from this day forward, watch me, he's going to lead you, and as he leads you, watch me, you're going to fall right into victory. Since it's fall, let's prophesy this fall. I'm falling into another wind. I'm falling into another victory. I'm falling into another open door. I'm...
Number four, number four. Here's why it's your winning season. Uh, I need you to hear me. God led you to the last day of this biblical or spiritual year, 2022, which is the biblical year 5782. Now, pay attention. The Bible is not based off of the Gregorian calendar, January through December. It's based off of the Hebrew calendar. And for the Hebrew calendar, hear me, today is simultaneously, check this out, the end of 5782 and the beginning of 5783. Here's what I love about God is he never introduces an end without having the new beginning already scheduled. For every person where you feel like, what am I going to do next? God already has your next ready. Right? So look at the screen. Uh, look at the screen. This, this year, this year we've been in, has been the seventh year in what's called a Shemitah cycle. That's a Hebrew word, the language of our Old Testament. Say Shemitah. Not Sharika, not Shalanda, not Rolanda, not a Honda. Shemitah. Let's break it down. Shemitah. Fast. Shemitah. You ready? That means release cycle. Now, this is so important to understand because this last year, I don't know about you, it's been weird for me. You ready? Leviticus 25 and 4 says the seventh year, it's the, it was the seventh year, a, a Sabbath year of solemn rest for the land. Anytime we see land in the scripture, it's not referring to a particular piece of land for us. It's not referring to a geographical location for us. It's referring to a life for us. Pay attention. The seventh year shall be a solemn, a, a Sabbath of solemn rest for your life. What does this mean? This last year, God has been pulling you back. This last year, God has been pulling areas of your life back. Y'all better hear me. Because in this next year, you, he's releasing you forward. Let's take it further. Let's take it further. A Sabbath to the Lord. What does this mean? It'll be good, but it'll seem as if some areas of your life are not producing much. Wave at me online. Wave at me in the building. If you can be honest, these last 12 months, it's been good, but there are some areas of your life you're like, You ever gone, you ever gone, you ever gone, okay, listen, let's just jaywalk real quick. You ever gone um, to Chipotle or Cordoba, you used to be called Ziteca, um, who remembers Ziteca? Right, okay, I'm the only one, okay, one, two, two, you got three, okay, that's three, all right. Now don't speak that over me. You ready? <laughs> you ready? Now, now look, look at me. Um, you ever had them give you a little spoonful? And you looked at the spoonful? They act like you taking food out their kid's mouth. You're like, can you get me a full scoop of chicken, extra? No, I don't want extra. I want that full scoop you didn't give me. For some of y'all, the last 12 months, you didn't get your full scoop. And I'm here to tell you, you're about to step into a jubilee here where God says, matter of fact, I ain't going to give you a full scoop. Take double. Take. You've been through some trouble. Take double. Come on. Say, my life is about to produce at another level. Come on, 915, speak and say, my life is about to produce at another level. This is what Shemitah means. The second thing, it'll seem like God is on Sabbath. I don't know about you, but there's been areas where I've been like, God, where are you at? I see you here. I see you here. I see you here. This area, though, where art thou? Is there anybody in this building or anybody online, wave at me, where there's some areas of your life in the last 12 months you were like, God, where are you at? 
A Shemitah year is a rest year, which means it seems like God is on Sabbath. Can I go deeper? A Shemitah year means you cannot get a harvest because the, the harvest has to accumulate in the Shemitah year so that following that year, watch me, God lets your harvest accumulate. And not only does he let your harvest accumulate, he allows you time to prepare. For many of you, you've been preparing for something far bigger than what you even imagined. And you were like, why did I have to do that? Why did I have to do that? Why did I have to do that? Why did I have to go through all those steps? Because what he's about to give you, he needed to make sure you were prepared for it. He needed you to deal with a few people walking away because he's about to send seven replacements for every person that walked out of your life. And I need you to be able to handle people coming and people going. Why? Because I'm still with you. I wish there were some people at this 915 that could tell the truth. You've watched some people walk out, but guess what? He's about to send seven replacements for... And now you're okay. You're okay with people coming and going. You're good with it because he prepared you. You literally cannot harvest in a Shemitah year, which means anything you saw God do over the last 12 months was not a harvest. Okay. Anything you saw over the last 12 months was not a harvest. That was just fresh seed. And he gives seed to the, I'm so glad that you have not been a selfish, stingy person the last 12 months. I'm so glad that you released your seed over these last 12 months. Why? Because God says, baby, I've been letting your harvest accumulate. And in just a few hours, you're about to step over into your year of jubilee. I need you to open up your mouth and say, it's going to be bigger than I planned for. It's going to be bigger than I expected. I wish I had faith in the room. Please fist bump somebody say, it's going to blow your whole mind. You were planning for one house in one city. You're about to have two in two different cities. You, you. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. So look, so look. Say, this is divine. Come on, say, it's my winning season because it's divine. God and the Bible, as I've said, are based off of the Hebrew calendar. And there's how many? Let's see. Now, you should know this now. There are four spring feasts and three fall feasts. These are times that God meets with us. This is also referred to as an open heaven. Why? What do you mean by that? Now, heaven is the dwell, dwelling place, the realm of God. Literally, when it says open heaven, it means that there's no blockages. It means that there's nothing inhibiting the flow. See, when we praise, pray, pray, and worship, we set a meeting with God. During the feast, God says, I'm coming to meet with you. This is why you're about to watch, watch me. When you pray, literally, you ready for this? This happened to me yesterday. You're going to think it, and he's going to answer it. I'll shop myself. I promise you. You ain't even going to get it out of your mouth. And by the time you finish thinking it, ring, 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 ring. God, I didn't even ask for it. Somebody say, it's an open heaven. It's an open heaven. You're going to pray about it on Sunday, and you're going to check the mail on Monday, and what you ask for is going to be. Somebody say, I'm under an open heaven. You're going to pray about that family member today, and by tomorrow, they're going to have them some act right. It's an open heaven. You ready? No, there's, there's, there's nothing inhibiting there's no inhibition there's no blockage there's nothing that's getting in the way today begins Rosh Hashanah which is known as the feast of trumpets and the biblical year advances to 5783 please say the biblical year is advancing to 57 
83. And it's talk a jubilee year. Leviticus 25 and 10. It says this. It says the 50th year. So you count the Bible counts seven cycles of seven for 49 years. The last year, the, the seventh year, which is the year we're exiting, 5782, is the 49th year. Today, at 6 o'clock local time, wherever you at, because in the Bible, the day begins the night before. So today, somebody say today. today. In just a few hours, hear me, <laughs> just a few hours, but it won't be hours and hours and hours. God says, I can't wait to bless you. Watch me. I'm going to start tonight. Y'all can sit there and look at me like that if you want to. Or you can look at 1 Samuel 3.19 says that the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. I need you to prophesy to three people around you and say, it's going to start tonight. Tonight? Tonight. Three people. Three people. Online tag. Three people. Tonight. 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 God, I need more faith. Tonight, I'll tag myself. Tonight. 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 Tonight, 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 tonight. In just a few hours, you're going to step over. The natural year doesn't change until December 31st. But the spiritual year starts three months in advance. What does this mean? God says, I'm giving you a head start. For some of you, by the time you get to December, you will have built your business already to a seven. You got a head start. While the world is saying fourth quarter, we're saying, I'm just getting started. While the world is saying recession, we're saying we're seeing results. The 50th year, it shall be a jubilee for you. Say your name. Say it shall be a jubilee. For me. Now this is important because he's talking to his people. He's not talking to everybody. So what does this mean? I don't look to the news because he wasn't talking to the world. I ain't looking at CNN because he wasn't talking to the world. I'm not looking at the other news channels because he wasn't talking to the world. I'm not looking at the election cycle. He wasn't talking to the world. He says, this will be a jubilee for my people. Come on, somebody say, this is for us. All the hell you've been through, all the pain you've been through, all the suffering you've been through, all the mess you've dealt with, all the junk you've dealt with, your junk qualifies you for jubilee. Now, this is Bible. This is not just preacher hype. This is not just me trying to get you excited. This is Bible. And if you believe that part about how he'll make you the head and not the tail and above only not beneath, if you believe that salvation part, then you got to believe this part too. You can't believe one part and not believe all of it. Somebody say, it's my jubilee. Jubilee has three meanings. Here's what you're about to step into. <laughs> Number one, celebration. Celebration means wins. Some of you have gotten so used to loss that a win seems wrong. Let me prove it to you. You, you won't do for yourself because you feel like, well, I better just hold on. 
I better just wait. I better just see. You better go in. For some of you, you're so used to loss that, watch me, you don't, you don't love anybody. And I'm not just talking about romantic. You don't love anybody because you're like, you might leave me like the last one left me. Guess what? They might, which would still be a win. Let me tell you how anointed you are. You got the ability to make people that come in your life better so that when they walk out of your life, whoever they go to, they're better than when they came in your life. Do you know that's a gift? Do you not know that means God is with you? And I don't need you mad I made them better for somebody else. Guess what? If I made you better, I can make another and another and another and another and another and another. You ready? Say, I'm ready for wins. I curse the mentality that you may carry that says loss is where you live. I curse the mentality where you say win some, lose some. No, win all. I curse the mentality that it says, well, maybe God didn't want me to have that. I curse the mentality. Deuteronomy 15 and 10, you shall surely give to him. In Deuteronomy 15, he's explaining what happens at the end of every seven years, which would be a jubilee year if it's the 50th year. This is the 50th year since the last year of jubilee. This is the 50th year since the last year of jubilee. Do you understand? This only happens, watch me, for some of you, you ain't going to see another one. So if you don't live this one up, I ain't playing with y'all. If you don't live this one up, it ain't happening. It ain't going to happen for another 50 years. Some of y'all going to be with the Lord in 50 years. Come on here. I need you to live this one up. Would you lay your hands on yourself say you've been waiting for this year? Who are you that God will let you live during a year of jubilee? Who are you that God will let you be in your prime during a year of jubilee? I need you to fist bump somebody and say, live it up, live it up, live it up. You might not see another one. So you better lit this one up. Somebody say, I was born for this moment. You ready? For some of you, you've never seen one before. And this will be the only one you see. I need you to just make sure you sit next to somebody with some faith. When you fist bump them, if, if, if they don't respond with a praise online, if they don't respond with a praise, guess what? It's okay. Just don't fool with them. No more the rest of this message. I need you to, when you touch somebody and say this, that they recognize they waited their whole life to get to this year. That they've been through all of what they've been through to get to this year. That they overcame what the enemy threw against them to get to this year. They overcame what their own flesh and blood did to them just to get to this year. I need you to fist bump them and tell them this is your year of jubilee. One, two, three, go. This is your year of jubilee. 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 Shout, this is my year of jubilee. Grab a seat. Let me show you what it means. Grab a seat. Let me show you what it means. You may not see another one. Some of you, you you've never seen one. You ready? 
Say once in a lifetime. Just drop a one in the comments in the building. Just say once in a lifetime. So number one, Jubilee means this, celebration, wins. In Deuteronomy 15, the Lord says that if there's any that is found amongst you that is poor, and poor doesn't just mean monetarily. The last 12 months, God has put some poor people around you. And I don't just mean monetarily. I mean people who were in need, people who were lacking, people who when they called you, they needed your encouragement. You thinking to yourself, I need encouragement, yet they calling you to get encouraged. Is there anybody where over the last 12 months you found yourself pouring into people, watch me, who didn't pour back? You were doing for people and they didn't do nothing for you. You were helping people and you thought the least you could get was their loyalty. You didn't even get their loyalty. The moment they got your poor, then they moved on. And for some of you, it ticked you off. Here's why I need you not to be ticked off. That was nothing more than some seed. You didn't lose anything. You were sowing something. Speak this over your life. Say, I'm not even mad anymore. I had to sow into you so heaven could sow into me. Look at me. He says, you shall surely give to him. And your heart should not be grieved. What is grief? Grief is our response to loss. Why shouldn't you be grieved? Because it wasn't loss. It was a win. God is not telling you to pretend like it's not something that it was. He says what you called it is never what it was in the first place. It was not loss. It was a win. Say, I release grief. Say, I didn't lose anything. Mm -mm. Some of y'all not saying it. Listen to me. Not today. Not today. I promise, not today. Say, I didn't lose anything. For every person that feels dumb, you were not, you were set up to sow. For every person that feels like somebody took advantage of you, they didn't. They don't even have it like that. They don't even have the power to, you, you mean to tell me your God has angels that'll protect you and hedges of fire he'll put around you and he lets some bugaboo take from you? You ready? And your heart, your mind should not be grieved. Say, it's win or win for me. Okay, don't be mad. I, you know all of what I did for them? Yes, you did a lot. Great. That means if you sold a lot, you're going to reap a lot. Because you know how many times I was there for them and they didn't do nothing for me? If they paid you back, that was your harvest. I'll wait. If they had done right by you, that would be your harvest. They didn't, which means you'll do something in your year of jubilee. Let's go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. When you give to him, because for this thing, what thing? Everything that you sowed into that did not sow back to you. For this thing, the Lord your God will bless you. In all your works. Which means there's going to be stuff you ain't even trying to do. And God going to make you win. Some of y'all about to have side hustles that make you more than your salary. You wasn't even trying to win. 
Some of you are about to step into your total body being healed. You wasn't even, you were ready, okay, taking medication, but God's about to make it happen for you. Say, everything I set my hand to in these next 12 months, I'll have the Midas touch. If you touch it, it's going to work. Uh-oh, Bishop, they're saying I shouldn't do it. They shouldn't do it because it's not their jubilee. This is not to the world. This is to God's people. Look at your hand say, everything I touch in the next 12 months, God's going to make it work. He said, this is what he said. God will bless Say your name. And all your works into all in which you put your hand. Which means when heaven, say your name again. They may tell everybody else, no, 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 no. But when they hear, say your name. Yes, 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 yes. This is what God promised you. Now, listen, if you can't believe God, we got a whole problem in the building. Somebody say, this is what he promised me. Whatever I touch in my year of Jubilee, it's going to prosper and do well. Numbers 10-9. It says, when you go to war in the land of your enemy, you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets. Feast of Trumpets is the Greek version of the Hebrew shofar. A shofar is a ram's horn. The shofar, when the shofar, you can hear it in the background. When the shofar played, hear me, the shofar was announcing that they were about to have another win. The shofar was announcing that they were about to have another victory. Look at this scripture. When you go to war, watch me, don't be afraid to fight this next 12 months. I pray for those of you that said, I'm just tired. I pray today you get a, I pray a second win. Don't you be afraid to go after everything that you believe God has ordained for your life. I pray for those of you that were about to give up and back up and throw in the towel. I pray you snatch that towel right back. Now, when you go to war in your land, anytime we read land, what does that mean? Life. When you go to war in your life against the enemy, you shall sound the alarm with the trumpets. That's our shout. Look at the last part. You will be remembered and you will be saved. I need you to just use your shout, which is your shofar, which is your trumpet, and announce victory over the next 12 months. Go. Five. Four. Come on. In the building and online. Three. Two. One. Shout win. Shout win. Here's the question. What calls do you need to make? What calls do you need to make? What calls do you need to make? Look at me. In politics, during election season, which is coming up, I think that's prophetic too. See, it seems coincidental to you, it's instrumental to God. It's divine to God. You ready? In politics, 
networks will do what they call make a call. And they'll say, we project so-and-so is going to win this election. The county didn't tell us. The Secretary of State didn't tell us. We're looking at the data. And based on the data we have, we can call this election for so-and-so. I have a question for you, 915. What calls do you need to make? And you're going to be out of debt by the time you get to this time next year. I need you to make the call. And your family's going to be saved. Make the call. And you will not have the same emotional issues you have the last 12 months. Make the call. And you will not have the same internal struggles you have. Make the call. Open your mouth and say, what calls do I need to make? Ready? Number two, Jubilee. Number one is what? Celebration. Number two, Jubilee, emancipation. Say no restrictions. Here's the trip about this. I can see what's on the other side, but I can't break through. You'll catch it in a minute. For some of you, you're looking at all of this like, oh my God, ooh, this look good. Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Oh my God. But you have all of these restrictions that are keeping you from what it is that I can see it. You sit up and dream about it. And sometimes, some of you, watch me, you'll mute your dreams because all you see is the restrictions saying, I can't do it. You'll mute what you pray for because all you see is it ain't going to happen for me. That type of stuff don't happen for me. Oh, I got you today. You ain't been in a jubilee year before. Say, and the restrictions are coming down. Second thing of a year of jubilee means emancipation emancipation you in america we're familiar with that terminology from the emancipation proclamation which gave freedom not to slaves but to a people who were enslaved there's a difference see some of you you've had restrictions that you made part of your identity you keep identifying yourself based on your restriction that is not who you are that is something you went through that is not who you are that's something that you endure what does the Bible say during a year of Jubilee? At the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release. I don't like your silence. At the end of every seven, I don't care what restricted you today. I don't care what restricted you yesterday. I don't care what restricted you last month. A year of Jubilee is about to begin. And God says, I'm removing of your restrictions because a debt is not just money a debt is a restriction open your mouth 915 say every restriction is being lifted in just a few hours you ready this word this phrase you shall grant a release of debts is mutual which means, God says, I'm going to remove your restrictions. Look at me. He says, who are you still mad at? Because there's some restrictions you need to remove from people. Who you still got an attitude with? Who you still, who, who, who you still talking crazy about? God says, this is mutual. I will release to the extent you release. I need you to take 10 seconds. How many of you are going to be honest? When I said that, it hit different because you were like, well, now, doggone it. <laughs> Lord, take my restrictions. But for her, not hers, Lord, not her. <laughs> when you release it, 
you're just saying, God, you deal with it. God, you deal with it. I got some business names. I'm telling the Lord, you deal with them. Because, Lord, if you don't, oh, come Monday, listen. I need him to deal with them tonight. You ready? Come on, lift your hands. Say, Lord, I release all bitterness, hurt, unforgiveness, pain, restrictions I've placed on others. I release now. You deal with it, sir. It says you shall grant a release of debts, and debts are more than just money. Debts refer to anything in which someone, watch me, is owed. Let's talk. And for some of you, you feel like so-and-so owes me an apology. Forgive them without one. Well, they ain't going to know they did wrong. They still don't know they did wrong. And furthermore, at this point, who cares? You got Jubilee ahead of you. Forget that junk. Elbow somebody next to you said, let the junk go so you can get Jubilee. You really mean to tell me you're about to miss your Jubilee because you mad somebody didn't say hey to you? To heck with that. Can I take it further? Luke 4, 18. This is Jesus speaking. He's quoting from Isaiah, the prophet. He says, proclaim good news to the poor. What's good news to the poor here Literally meaning those in lack and deficit. What's good news to the poor? You don't have to be poor anymore. That's good news. It's not good news to the poor. Here's a sandwich. Good news to the poor is you don't have to be in this state anymore. You don't have to be in this condition anymore. You don't have to live with these restrictions anymore. How long are you going to call yourself just a single mama? If you don't get rid of your restrictions... How long are you going to tell yourself, oh, I'm just a victim of domestic, you a victim? There ain't nothing about you look like a victim to me. You look like a victor to me. You ain't some tied up, jacked up, torn up, messed up. How long are you going to wear your, it doesn't look cute. It's not fashionable. You didn't be looking at too much TikTok, walking in the room like, baby, take it all, take it off because you look a mess. And elbow somebody next to you say, take your restrictions off. You modeling it like it's something to be proud about. Became liberty to the captives. What, what is to be captive? It means something has you captivated. See, I can't focus on my future if I'm captivated by my past. Recovering of sight to the blind. What does this mean? God says, there's some of you, were, pay attention to the verse, recovery of sight, which means you didn't start this way. You lost sight of where you were headed. What you've been going through made you lose sight of what you said God promised you. What you've been dealing with has made you lose sight. There's some of you, you've written journals, you've written books, you've written, and you lost sight of where you were headed. Oh, but it's jubilee. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. What does that mean? Uh, uh, why don't you come? Oppressed. Okay, can you just lay down for me? Right. On, there you go. All right. Okay. All right. Here's oppression. Here's, actually, I don't even want to do that because that might trigger me. Um, <laughs> here, you do it. <laughs> Come on. You ready? Oppression means, put your hand on his back. Put your hand on his back. Put your hand on his back. Oppression means every time I try to get up, and I'm using all my strength, and I'm using all my energy, and I'm using every prayer I know to pray. 
and I'm, I'm sowing every seed I know to sow. And I'm doing, but something keeps oppressing me. It's outside of me, but it's pressing me. Oppression. It's outside of me, but it's pressing me. What does the Bible say? In this year of Jubilee, I'm going to remove what has oppressed. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I'm about to get a breakthrough in my year of Jubilee. Come on, 915, say, I'm about to get a big breakthrough in my year of Jubilee. Look at verse 19. To proclaim the year. This means this is this whole year of the Lord's favor. What is favor? Preferential treatment. See, God let you not be fully favored the last year so he could accumulate the favor you're about to get in your year of Jubilee. I'm just teaching you Bible 915. What is favor? It's when a superior one leans to an inferior one. What does a year of jubilee, a year of favor mean? That's what it means. What does it mean? It means God says this entire year, for the whole year, I'm going to lean in your direction. And when I lean in your direction, just lean over somebody and say, he's leaning your way, he's leaning your way. And when I lean in your direction, that means you're going to get preferential treatment. That's what favor means. Favor means I know these are the rules for everybody else. But I have something called favor. I know you don't normally hire people with my background. But I have. I know normally you got to have this credit score. But I got. I don't like some of y'all silence. Open up your mouth. Say he's leaning in my direction. So question. Question. What restrictions are removed? What restrictions are removed? What restrictions are removed? What restrictions are removed? What are you saying is holding you down that it's not? What are you saying that you lack that you don't? Where are you saying that you're captive but you're not? Where are you saying I can't see but you need to sit down and see better? Say restrictions are removed. Now, if you can't get through it now, after he's removed the restriction, you ready? That's on you. He told the children of Israel, you ready? He told the children of Israel, he says, I want you to go into the promised land. I've given it to you. What is land for us? Life. He says, the protection has been removed from your enemies. Which means if you strike them, they're going to fall. Some of y'all scared to strike. Oh, I hope you sit next to somebody that believes this is going to be their year of jubilee. Can you just elbow them and say, if you fight, you will win. I just need some of y'all to just strike one time. Send the email one time. Send the text one time. Apply one time. Give it a shot one time. Host one event. I... Number three, number three, restoration. What is jubilee? Celebration, emancipation, restoration. Restoration, for God, it means to make something better than it was before. Which means this isn't just it going back to the way it was. This is it being better than the way it was before. 
If you grew up in church, they would often talk, he's a God of restoration, he's a God of restoration. And all they meant was somebody getting back together. Okay, question. Why would you want to get back together with what's still not fixed? I'll put my chapstick on while you think that over. A little dry. Why would you want something to go back to the way it was if the way it was got jacked up in the first place? In these next 12 months, God says, whatever I do, it will be better than before. And your next is going to be better. And what's ahead is going to be what's better. I need you. Don't worry about your neighbor now. Prophesy to yourself. Say, what's next is going to be better than what was. Deuteronomy 15 and 4. The Lord your God will greatly bless you in the land. What is land? Life. Will greatly bless you in the life. In the land which the Lord your God is giving you. He will greatly bless you in the life in which he is about to give you. Pay attention. Which means the life you're about to live, look at me, is not a life you've lived. I will talk to the four shouters in the building. You keep saying, oh man, if he could just go back. It's not going back, it's getting better. You ain't never lived a life like this before. You've never woke up without an alarm clock because your purpose woke you up, because your assignment got you up, because your, whoo, I need you to open your mouth and say, he's giving me a life I've never lived before. And you ain't going to chase nobody's love in the next 12 months. God's going to surround you with people that love you. You ain't going to have to fight for people to support you in the next 12 months. God's putting support around you. Lift your hands, open your mouth, say he's giving me a life I've never lived before. Put a praise behind that right there. And it's getting ready to happen. Last verse. Nehemiah 4.20, last verse, last verse. Celebration, emancipation, restoration. Say it with me. Celebration, emancipation, restoration. One more time, 9.15. Celebration, emancipation, restoration. One more time to make sure the person next to you, one more time to make sure who you're streaming with online gets it. Because sometimes, just sometimes, they don't be getting it. And I don't need them to miss this because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You ready? You ready? Celebration. Emancipation. Restoration. It's coming to you this year. I shot my... I'll shout about it myself. Come on, say, it's happening this year. It's happening this year. Last scripture, last scripture. Look at this, Nehemiah, last scripture. Here we go. Nehemiah 4 and 20. Hear the sound of the ram's horn. What have I taught you? That's the same. That, that is a shofar. Same thing in the scripture when we see trumpets. We'll see if you're a good class, which is the Greek version of shofar. Y'all a good class. Either that or I'm over talking you, one of the two. 
No, y'all are good class. Y'all are great class. Hear the sound. You're about to make a sound. Hear me. God is attracted to sound. If you study the environment of God's throne, it's nothing but sound going on around him all the time. Question, why would he want to come deal with you if you don't give him what he's used to? Because some people say, I'm just not in all of that. Okay, well, he's just not going to come to you. He's just not going to do it. Why, why, would, why would he leave the comforts that, of what he wants to come and sit and look at you being quiet? When he's got angels that fly back and forth, holy, 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 holy. Why would he come around you for you to sit up with your lip poked out in doubt? Elbow somebody next to you say, we're not doing that this year. Even in your house, there needs to be a sound. In your car, there needs to be a sound. While you're exercising, there needs to be a sound. Wherever you're at, there needs to be a sound. Hear me, 915. While we're in Grape Street, there's going to be a sound that comes out of this building. While we're on every digital platform, there's going to be a sound that comes out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear the sound of the ram's horn. Listen what happens. Rally to us there. Which means where the sound is, there's a rally. Now, if you grew up in the South, you're familiar with rallies. Rallies is the Southern good times. Just better. Seasoned fries, double cheeseburger, chocolate milkshake. Why y'all, some of y'all looking like all you eat is salmon all day. And communion. <laughs> You've had some double cheeseburgers. Listen, I'm just saying. We all have. Okay? We all have. You ready? Rally. Say rally. Rally means call to order. For God to restore something to make it better, he first calls order to it. You ready? We're done, 915. You ready? He says, Rally to us there. Look at the next part. Our God will fight for us. God says, if I don't hear the sound, there will be no order. If there is no order, I'm not, I'm not fighting because I didn't show up to the fight because you didn't give me what I'm used to. What he's used to is a sound that celebrates and honors him. He's not used to coming into a quiet church where... God says, I'm not used to that. So you want me to come fight for you and you won't even celebrate me? Mm -mm. Everybody stand. Everybody stand in this building and online. Everybody stand. We're about to release the sound. And the ram's horn is going to play in just a second. And when the ram horn plays, 915, you're going to release the sound in this building. You're going to release the sound at home. And for those of you that like, man, that, that's different for me. I need you to step out of your comfort zone because this isn't about you right now. This is about the victory you're going to experience in the next 12 months. Say it's my year of Jubilee. What three things are happening? Celebration, emancipation, restoration. Come on, I taught you. Celebration, emancipation, restoration. And he says, if I hear that sound, I'm going to bring order. For some of you, there's stuff you've been struggling to figure out. When you leave church today, it's going to click for you. And you're going to be like, how did is it clicking all of a sudden? Because he brought order. For some of you, you've been dealing with issues with your children for years. 
to try to get you to throw in the towel, not realizing a jubilee year was on its way. And now that a jubilee year is here, God says, I'm about to bring order, and then I'm going to do the fighting for you. I'm going to make that little joker call you and apologize. I'm going to make your daughter do right by you. I just heard this. I'm about to make them write you a check. While you're at church today, they're about to be convicted to sow a seed of honor into you. Come on, 915. We're about to go up. Say, Lord, hear our sound and rally to us. Fight for us. On three, release your sound in this building online and the Rams horn will play. One, two, three, go. a few more seconds go fight for us fight for us fight for us fight for us bring order God bring order God bring order God and fight for us say my jubilee year is almost here. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and online. If you need to become a Christian, number one, none of this applies to you if you're not a Christian. None of it applies to you. He was speaking to his people. It's possible to be God's creation and not be God's child. What makes me his child, Bishop, is that when you receive the gift that he laid out for you called salvation. Bishop Foreman, you don't know the mistakes I've made. You don't know the sins I've done. You don't know the stuff I'm doing. You don't know. You don't know my story. I don't have to know your story. I know his story. And I know his story is that he paid the price once for all. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. There's no sin you've committed that would give God to throw you away. Hear me. Somebody say he loves me. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord wherever you're at in this building or online. Online, I'm going to ask you to do the hand wave emoji in the building. I'm going to ask that you slip your hand up so that everything I just preached to you, it applies to you. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On three, throw that hand up. Online, do the hand wave emoji. It says to me, one, God's coming to get you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I sense for several of you, this is going to be your change right here. One, two, three. If that's you, hands up in this building. Or do that hand wave emoji online wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody, pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart. And let me hear you, 915, that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, I need you to take your phone out, scan that QR code on the screen, or text the word DECISION to 877 877- Five five two four seven four six. When I put the mic out there, that's for y'all to talk. All right. Um, some of you, you're saved, but you need a shepherd. You can live in Denver. You can live in Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world, and be a part of the Harvest family. We'd love for you to do that. The Bible says that God gives you shepherds after his own heart. Not a church, not a church building, not even a community or congregation of people. He assigns you to a man of God that's to speak life into your life. And if I'm that for you, Bishop, how do I know? That's how you know. When I speak something that comes alive in you, when I speak something begins to shake in you, 
And it's not because of me, it's the God in me that connects with the God in you that's excited about the God that's about to change the rest of your life. To do that, you just scan the QR code or text Join Harvest to 877-552-4746. Y'all get some out of this word today? Say, my year of Jubilee is about to begin. Say, it starts tonight. I want everybody to get a seed in your hand. And I'll, here's a seed we're going to sow. We're going to sow. We're going to sow to seal this word. $57.83. That's the seed we're sowing for this new spiritual year. If you want to do more than that, you can do that. If you want to do $578.30, you can do that. If you want to do $5,783, you can do that. But I want us to sow to seal this word. Say, this is my year of Jubilee. For those of you who came in late, you were able to give your tithes, offerings, first fruits, all that, you can do that now. Those of you who are going to sow into this word, I want everybody to say, say, Bishop, I don't have 5783. Get as close as you can to it, but do not let a word like this pass and you not sow into it. You give seed to the what? The sower. Make this declaration and say, I am a sower. Bishop, where's that at in the Bible to seal something with a seed? It's very simple. Several places, but 1 Samuel chapter 9 is one of the clearest places. When they got instructions from Samuel, the man of God, they said, we cannot go before him and not sow into that word that we receive. So I need you to, I need you to do that. I love you, 915. I'll be down front in just a few moments to meet and greet you right down here at the base of the stage. You don't have to wait to start lining up till they finish the song. You can praise and worship. You can line up. You can do whatever you need to do. I, I want to love on you. I love people, and I love the people that I lead. Some of y'all never say hey to me. Would you just say hey to me? Matter of fact, I'm going to make all y'all do it. Can I get air hugs? Now, now everybody said hey. All right? Come on. How can I get Bishop? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, that's available. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You ready to give? Lift it towards the Lord in the building and online. Say, Lord, I'm ready for Jubilee. Celebration, emancipation, restoration. In just a few hours, I'm stepping into that. Rosh Hashanah, my new spiritual year. It starts today. Celebrations. I'm ready. Emancipation. I'm ready. Restoration. I'm ready. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.